Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, COS supporters, and welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Woodruff. I will be your host for this episode. And of course, I have the amazing Rita Peters, who is our Senior Vice President of Legislative Affairs, but she's also my co-host. Rita, how are you today? I'm feeling energized, motivated, and just a tad bit overwhelmed with everything going on at COS these days, Andrew. Yeah, good problems to have, though. I mean, I can certainly feel that momentum and uh, just there's a lot of things moving right now, but all good things. Um, So let us know um, where you're tuning in from. We'd love to hear from you. Drop a comment below while you're at it. Please uh, send out a like, a share, a retweet. Um, we need to get the message out about Convention of States. This is the secret weapon that our founding fathers gave to us to use in case the federal government ever got out of control. It's high time that we use it. Today, we have a pretty awesome show lined up, Rita. You can feel, like you were just saying a moment ago, you can feel the momentum rising. There's so much movement that's going on. The week before last, for example, Nebraska became the 17th state to pass our COS COS resolution, making us Uh, getting us halfway to convention. That's so exciting. Um, We're going to be talking with Senator Holleran, who is uh, the state senator in Nebraska, our um, our primary sponsor. We're going to get an update from him in a little bit. Um, We also have our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. But Rita, I was wondering if you could give us a little update, kind of fill the viewers in on uh, what is going to be happening in the future and where we are right now with the COS resolution. Well, we've already had two states, Andrew, join the Convention of States movement this year so far. And it's only, what, the beginning of February. So this is the earliest in a calendar year that we've ever had this many wins. So Nebraska and Wisconsin got us to 17 states so far. That means we are halfway to that constitutional threshold of two-thirds of the states calling for an Article 5 convention for proposing amendments that impose term limits, fiscal restraints, and limits on federal overreach. And there are several more states in a race now to become number 18. Last week, a subcommittee of the Iowa Senate State Government Committee advanced our resolution onto the full committee for consideration, with two senators voting in favor and the other not voting. So that full committee hearing and vote are coming up next. Today, just early this morning, we learned that the Pennsylvania Senate State Government Committee has reported our resolution out favorably with a seven to four vote. That means we're expecting a vote by the full Senate. We hope that will come very soon. Also yesterday, the West Virginia House Judiciary Committee held a public hearing on our resolution and our grassroots were there in force to testify and explain to these committee members why they want the state to act to rein in the federal government. Also yesterday, there was a motion on the South Dakota Senate floor to pull HJR 5001, that's our resolution, from the 41st day and report it out of committee. So this was a rare procedural move. It's known as a smokeout, and it was successful. 
This means that the South Dakota Senate will get to vote on whether to consider the COS resolution for a final vote, and we expect that to happen this week, so stay tuned for news of that. Later this week, we are also expecting action from Iowa and Kansas, and we hope to bring you those two hearings live this Thursday. So that wraps up my report, and let's go now to Mike for today's Article 5 Trivia Giveaway. Hello, Rita and Andrew. We're off to start another great week in Convention States. There's so many things happening that unless you are an absolute COS zealot, you can't know all that's going on. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad that you were able to come here today to be able to get a update on what's happening legislatively, what's happening with the grassroots, what's happening in COS, because there's so much and you'll have a great opportunity to hear from an absolute hero in America, an American hero, the kind you don't see that many times in the legislature in Steve Holleran and talk a little bit about Nebraska, which I know you know is coming, and what a great, great story that is. But first, we are going to talk a little COS trivia, a little, we can call this Article 5 trivia, because this will be a question surrounding Article 5, and I'm wearing a great, or a True Patriot t-shirt. We've got another one over here. This is the green one. I actually like the green one a little bit better. This was one of the strike-offs that I've got here. And we're going to give one of these shirts out in whatever color, whatever size you want, if you're the one that answers our question first. This one's not going to be easy. I'll tell you that right now. There are some questions that are easy, some not so easy. This one will test your constitution trivia. And uh, by the way, if you don't win or if you're going to give up already and not even try to answer this question, then just go to shopconventionestates.com and you can go and buy one of these shirts. We have the brand new Mark Meckler Battle Cry hoodie, <clears throat> hoodie that is really nice. I saw a picture of him wearing it today. And he said, isn't it a little weird that I'm wearing a sweatshirt with a quote from me on it? And I thought, well, that's what happens when you're a living legend. <laughs> so hopefully you want one too. I have one. I wear it around. I'm proud to wear the Mark Meckler quote on the back of that shirt. If you want to know what the quote is or you want to pick up one of those Battle Cry sweatshirts, just go to shopconventionestates.com and you can have one too. So now let's move on to our giveaway question. You know, earlier this week was the anniversary of the ratification of a constitutional amendment that overturned a Supreme Court decision. And if you look back here, you'll see this is our Constitution based on Supreme Court decisions. And some of them are, are good. Some of them, not so good. They're literally rewriting the Constitution at the Supreme Court level. It's one of the reasons why we need Article 5. And it was exercised back in 1795 to give you an idea of how long the need for constitutional amendments have been around. So again, earlier this week, the anniversary of the ratification of a constitutional amendment that overturned a Supreme Court decision, which amendment was the first amendment to overturn or respond to a Supreme Court decision? That's my question for you today. Stay tuned. After you hear from Senator Holleran, and I'll give you the answer and Hopefully it'll be 
Well, if it's not a forehead slapper, then boy, I, I will be so impressed that you knew the answer to this one. This one's not easy. I'll talk to you later. Back to you guys. Joining us on the program today is Nebraska State Senator Steve Holleran. Steve, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you on the program. Um, I'm so excited to interview today. I want to jump right into the very first question. Nebraska passed the Convention of States resolution the week before last, becoming the 17th state to join the movement to call the very first Article 5 Convention of States. So a huge congratulations to you and to the entire team that made this happen. How did it feel to get it done, though, to prove all of the naysayers wrong and to overcome such tough hurdles? I mean, that filibuster rule was a nightmare for you guys. It felt like a miracle that you were able to over overcome all of those hurdles. So, again, how did it feel? Well, uh, you know, you may not be able to tell by the expression on my face, but I'm excited. Uh, that, <laughs> that, was, that was an exciting day. And it's been a long, it's been a long uh, battle, if you will. Um, you know, previous Senator, Senator Laura Epke uh, first picked up uh, on bringing that issue to Nebraska legislature. And then uh, she retired from the legislature and handed it off to me. And uh, it was my pleasure to pick up that baton. Um, it, it was exciting and still is exciting. I think we've got tremendous uh, momentum going. Uh, I believe states are starting to recognize that they're losing their state sovereignty. To me, that was the big issue with this. Uh, one of the primary issues was that states uh, have lost what they should have for powers as defined by the 10th Amendment and Article Article 8, uh, which enumerates the powers of the federal government. So uh, it, it, it was an exciting day. And I think um, I, I got to thank the legislature for voting this through. It was uh, a super majority that voted for it. So. It, it, we're excited, and we're excited to see other states uh, pick up uh, on this and, and come our way. Well, Senator, you touched on this a little bit, but tell us more about why you support the Convention of States resolution and why you decided to step up and be our primary sponsor in Nebraska. Well, I'd have to say it's kind of a selfish reason, right? I've got kids and grandkids. And... Uh, <clears throat> It's bothered me for some time uh, that we're passing on this this uh, national debt to our kids and grandkids. I think that's a moral issue. I think it's immoral that we're doing that. And there was nothing uh, that I saw that uh, from Congress that that indicated they were going to constrain themselves or restrain themselves from spending our kids uh, uh, kids' future. So uh, that was my selfish reason for doing it. Um, in, on a broader note, uh, I, I think the well-being of the Constitution was what we were defending, right? Uh, the, the opposition kept suggesting that this was a risky thing to do. And I argued on the floor that it was uh, in defense of the Constitution is why we were doing it. Article 5 is very clear, simple language. The, the framers were good at that. And uh, only a fool could not understand what Article 5 says, but... We spent hours on the floor uh, trying to clarify that, and um, and we finally came to a successful vote. Yeah, and in a in a time when there's so much division in the country, we found that Americans 
really rally around the idea of calling an Article Five convention, particularly when it comes to limiting the size, scope, and jurisdiction of the federal government. And we found that about two-thirds of voters, and this is across party lines, mind you, uh, support calling uh, support our resolution to call an Article Five convention. Um, and Nebraska is included in that. So why do you think why do you think that is? Why do you think there's such broad support for our resolution? Well, I think you see it in the news headlines every day uh, where we're, we're seeing evidence of the federal government trying to take more and more authority, not just from the states, but from you and me as individuals. And uh, and I think that's why the polling would, would suggest that people are recognizing that and uh, wanting to uh, re, you know retain their freedoms and their liberties. Uh, those are gradually being taken away from us and uh, and, you know, Congress, Congress in the current administration, I think, is helping this effort, uh, the, the Convention of States effort. Uh, they are doing things now that uh, the public is pushing back on, and that's a and that's a good thing. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a promote. Uh, you know, the, the times today are times which people would say, well, we've never lived through this in the past. We probably have, but I think it's just more evident to the public what's happening. Uh, states are losing their rights, and individuals are too. Well, Senator, as you well know, with Nebraska coming on board, we are now at 17 states, and we are halfway to convention. So I wonder, how do you think that this convention to finally propose common sense amendments how do you expect the convention to benefit Nebraska and the nation? Well, I think it's going to be a great opportunity. Uh, you know, once the convention is called, I think it's going to be a great opportunity, educational opportunity for all of America to understand or to see what the Constitution is and what Article 5 gives us the opportunity to do. And that's simply propose amendments. Right. So um, it. it it, again, it's an exciting time, and I think, oddly enough, uh, in every state, the, the debate's the same, right? Uh, the flawed and and unfounded arguments of the opposition, it's like Groundhog Day in every state. We're hearing the same arguments, and they're, they're just simply unfounded arguments. Um, what I found novel was is that uh, I use an acronym, FUD, F-U-D, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So whenever I brought brought up facts regarding Article 5 and, and facts regarding previous historic conventions of states, uh, the opposition returned with, with FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. They didn't want to deal with the facts. They just wanted to create fear. So uh, I, I think we're overcoming that. I think people are reasonable people. Uh, other states have uh, legislatures that are filled with reasonable people. And I think they recognize, they're starting to recognize that fear is not an argument, it's an emotion. And uh, we need to move on with the facts as laid out in the Constitution. Mm. Uh, Senator Holleran, I'd like to kind of move the conversation now to talk about the grassroots um, in Nebraska and our volunteers there on the ground. How important um, were the Nebraska volunteers uh, to this process, and what can you say about them as a team? Can't say enough. Um, you know, the spotlights uh, was on me, and 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 I I appreciate that. 
I don't need a spotlight. Uh, I stood on the shoulders of a lot of volunteers. Um, Ernie Sears, Steve Jessen, Steve Steinkuhler, and a plethora of Convention of States supporters across the state. Um, I stood on their shoulders. Uh, they're the ones that you should be interviewing. It'd be an unwieldy interview. There's a lot of them. Uh, but they're the ones that deserve the credit. Uh, I just stood on the floor and, and presented it to the body. But um, other states would benefit from learning from what our grassroots has done here. Uh, I, I love them. They're a great bunch of people. And uh, I mentioned Steve Steinkohler and Steve Jessen. My name's Steve. We, we, we comically referred to ourselves as uh, Steve to the third power. <laughs> That's cute. Well, Senator, you know, one of the things we spend a lot of time doing here at Convention of States Action is encouraging our grassroots to be engaged with their state legislators and training them how to do that most effectively. So we'd love to get your take as a state senator. What are some of the ways, what tips do you have for the grassroots to engage with their state legislators in the most impactful ways? Well, personal contact with your own senator is the most powerful thing in the world, right? Um, state legislators receive contacts from, from people outside their district, and that's important, but they pay particular attention to their own representative or senator. And... Uh, you know, that, that's what we did so well here, or the volunteers did so well. And uh, it's, um, it, you know, I, I can't say enough uh, for how effective they were. One senator told me, not a particularly conservative senator, he finally voted with us. Uh, but this senator told me, he said, you know, uh, the COS uh, grassroots lobbyists were the most uh, effective and impactful lobbyists in Nebraska. And that goes a long ways. I mean, they were cordial, they were polite, they were factual, and uh, they represented COS very well. And uh, my, my, hats are, my hat is off to those folks. They made it happen. Uh, Senator, there, uh, there are many viewers uh, who are tuning in right now who are not from Nebraska. We have volunteers and supporters from all across the United States. So for those who are tuning in right now who are not uh, familiar with you or don't know your full story, can you just tell a little bit about your background, like who you are, and what inspired you to run for office? Well, certainly. Uh, I'm a fifth-generation farmer in Nebraska, retired. And uh, I guess what motivated me to, to run for the, the legislature was I got tired of throwing my shoe at the, th at the TV. Right? It, it's, uh, it, it, came obvious to me that I had to stop complaining and, and, and step up and do something. And, uh, and so I put my hat in the ring and, and here we are. Um, it's, I'm in my second term. Uh, we have term limits here in Nebraska. And by the way, I think term limits are a good thing or I wouldn't be supporting Article 5, right? Um, but we have a unicameral here in Nebraska, as everybody knows. It's uh, unique, it's a one house system. And we always refer here in Nebraska to, since we only have one house, we always refer to the public as the second house. And, uh, and we have to show a lot of respect to the public because of that. So um, my background's pretty simple. 
its um, uh, devoted husband and and uh, father of two children and grandfather of five children and and those grandkids are as I mentioned before uh, my primary motivation. Well, we are so grateful for you and your leadership there in Nebraska and. Before we let you go, I mentioned that, you know, we have 17 states in, 17 more to go to get to convention. Um, we have South Dakota potentially becoming number 18 this week, West Virginia in the hopper, lots more states in the hopper as we go through the next couple of months. What would you say, Senator Halloran, to your uh, colleagues sitting in other state legislatures that have the opportunity to consider and vote on the Convention of States resolution to finally propose common sense amendments that will rein in federal power? What would you say to them? Well, I would say my motto is, and I, and I hope others uh, have the same motto, and that is simply never give up, right? Um, you mentioned that Nebraska was 17. I, I have to throw out a, a big thank you to Wisconsin for being 16 just the week prior. Uh, by them being number 16 gave us the opportunity to be 17 the halfway mark. So my, uh, my kudos and thank you to Wisconsin for doing that. And uh, for all the other states, um, state sovereignty is an issue. Uh, we have to pull back some of this authority from an overreaching government. And proposing amendments is a pretty safe thing to do. Uh, as we all know, ratification has to take place with three-fourths of the states. So get on board and, and let's make this happen. Mm. I love that uh, push to, to get more people involved. Get on board and let's make this happen. Well, uh, Senator Holleran, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, we love to, we love having our champion for Convention of States join us. Thank you. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. And the champions are the grassroots. So mm. there you go. Amen. We are pleased to also welcome Ernie Sears, who is the state director for Nebraska. Ernie, thank you for joining us. It's uh, great to have you. Uh, I just want to jump right into my very first question. You've been with the Nebraska team for many years. Can you believe that it's finally done? Nebraska has passed the COS resolution, becoming the 17th state. And it, I mean, it must have been so difficult or at least felt impossible with that filibuster rule in place. So how does it feel to finally get it done? And did you get that satisfaction that you wanted when you proved all of the naysayers wrong? Well, it was a great, uh, a great uh, achievement. It was an, ama an amazing uh, accomplishment. We we had a, a great team. Uh, we finally got a speaker who really helped us a lot. Um, and we had uh, some people uh, at the legislature, uh, some team members who spent a lot of time with all the senators. Uh, uh, it's a matter of uh, educating. And it's also a matter of getting enough constituents to contact their legislators. The telepatriot uh, call effort really paid off and we were able to get to the point where we were confident that we could call the uh, the cloture and uh, it was really quite amazing. 
Well, it was amazing indeed. You mentioned the Telepatriot app, and of course, that's an app that we have at Convention of States Action that enables our grassroots volunteers to quickly and efficiently make phone calls and connect with other patriots in their state. So tell us more about the importance of the grassroots team to this effort. You know, it's always the legislators out in front, and we know we owe a great deal of gratitude to our amazing champions in the Nebraska Senate. But how important are the grassroots to getting this done? And tell us more about how you work together as a team in Nebraska. Well, the grassroots are uh, are everything. Uh, the senators uh, will listen to their constituents, whereas they will not necessarily listen to uh, people trying to reason with them. I go by the old uh, the old saying my father used to say: "A man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still." <laughs> and so, if you can't reason with them. Uh, what is his will? Well, his will is to get stay in office. And so uh, you have to get enough people from his constituency to let him know that if he doesn't change his ways, he can't keep his job. And so that's, that's the bottom line. I spent a lot of time uh, over the years helping others try to convince senators that this was a good thing but I finally got to the point where I realized that uh, that's really quite a, a waste of time. What we need to do is spend our time growing the grassroots, and then it all just comes together. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. So, Ernie, we need uh, 34 states to trigger a convention. We have 17 down, 17 to go. What advice would you give to people who are in states that have not yet passed to get involved in this uh, fight for liberty? Well, I think uh, uh, what I would say is <clears throat> keep your eye on the uh, long-term goal. We, we, uh, we seek to reestablish self-governance in America. So we're going to run into bumps and, and throws and arrows on our way, but uh, God knows what the result will be. So don't get discouraged and uh, get involved. Just remember, this is a long-term goal and uh, don't mm. be discouraged. Mm. Great advice. Well, Mr. Sears, you, as we said, are a volunteer state director and you have donated your time, your talent, your energy to getting this done in Nebraska. What would you say to other people around the country about getting involved? And just tell us your story. Why did you get involved? Well, I, uh, I grew up in Nebraska and I was always interested in radio. I, I was a ham radio as a young, young uh, teenage, as a teenager, I was, I had ham radio. And, <clears throat> and so that uh, led me into electronics and I got a degree in electrical engineering and uh, I spent my, I had a 40 year career with the public power in Nebraska and I always voted and I thought that was enough, but I finally decided that uh, I had to do more. I think I was 
neglecting my duty. And I didn't know I was neglecting my duty. And I found that the Convention of States was the way to go. So that's what I did. And I've been involved in it uh, for a long time. Mm. Uh, so that's how I got involved. Well, Ernie, thank you so much for, for getting involved and for being such a being such a staunch supporter of Convention of States and just you know rallying the team there to get this job done. Um, we owe you a debt of gratitude, you and the team, for getting the resolution passed in your state. So thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you today. All right, thank mm -hmm. you, Drew. And thank you, Rita. All right, we have our Article 5 trivia giveaway now with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Well, thanks for coming back. You guys haven't forgotten me yet, and I'm really honored to be among you guys. And what a great opportunity to share the fact that we're halfway to our strategy goal of bringing a convention to propose amendments to the Constitution to limit the power. And if you remember back to the very beginning when I told you, A, that I'm giving away a true American T-shirt, that's what I'm wearing. It also comes in this cool green color. And uh, you'll see it says right on the label, made in USA. And that's kind of cool because a lot of people like garments that are made in USA. And you're going to get one if you're the one that answered this question first and properly. If you didn't get one, just go to shopconventionofstates.com and you can get one. Or, of course, you can get our brand new Mark Meckler Battle Cry hoodie sweatshirt, either a zip up or a pullover. Either way, you're going to love what we have going on at the store right now. But in either case, the question earlier this week, the anniversary of the ratification of a constitutional amendment that overturned a Supreme Court decision, which amendment was the first to overturn or respond to a Supreme Court decision? And it was used, it was using Article 5, of course, because that's the only way we can legally amend our constitution. I guess one way that we can amend the Constitution, which is why we had this amendment, if that makes sense, is because we have a big old book back there of Supreme Court decisions that sometimes amend the Constitution. This is proof that using Article 5, we can amend the Constitution in order to respond to Supreme Court decisions that are contained in that book. The answer, the 11th Amendment, was proposed and ratified to correct a Supreme Court decision on February 7th, 1795. The amendment proposed and ratified under Article 5, and it makes states immune from suits from out-of-state citizens and foreigners not living within the state borders. The Supreme Court has done a great deal of damage to the constitutional structures since they first started straying in the 1790s. That book if I didn't have enclosed in it the supplement, it would weigh 27 pounds. Now I don't even know what it weighs with that supplement. It might even be another pound. That sucker's heavy. There's a lot of pages in there, 3,000 pages in there. And uh, basically nearly all the overreach we experience today has been authorized by the Supreme Court because they've made themselves the final arbiter of law in America. And you might hear, if you ever hear the argument, well, why would we want to amend the Constitution? Because people aren't really sticking with our Constitution. They're not obeying the law. They're not obeying the Constitution right now. 
in most cases, just a huge majority of cases, that's just not the truth. The truth is, is that our constitution has been changed so much that that's what they are abiding by, not our little pocket constitution that is really what we want. So anyway, that is our, our trivia question for today. Thanks so much for listening. And back to you, Rita. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. The framers knew this day might come, and that's why they wisely included Convention of States in Article 5 of the Constitution. The time to save America is now. If you're ready to do whatever is necessary to save the Republic, join your local COS team. Go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started. Make sure that you're also following us on Rumble, MeWe, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Instagram, Getter, and TikTok. Make sure that you are liking the COS content and sharing COS content. Again, we need to get this message out about Convention of States and the gift that the Founding Fathers gave us. Uh, you can listen to this program and other historic Convention of States legacy content on podcasts. Just search Convention of States wherever you podcast from. If you'd like to bypass big tech and be in the know with important COS messages, you can text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555. Check out The Battle Cry with COS president and co-founder Mark Meckler, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And a quick note, uh, we will likely be having uh, a committee, two committee votes or two committee hearings in, the, uh, in Iowa and in Kansas. So uh, we're going to be live streaming those. So make sure that you tune in for those. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of COS Live. Remember, politics is not a spectator sport. You need to get in the, in the fight. You need to get involved and you need to be on the front lines. It's time for you to get in the game to save this country. Thank you for watching. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionalstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.